After an exciting weekend campaigning at the Sandakan by-election in Sabah, Najib Razak was back for another humdrum day in court as the SRC International Trial enters its 17th day. It was a short hearing due to the Ramadan fasting month, but it felt like a really long day as the defence continued prodding the 35th witness from KWAP regarding SRC's 4 billion ringgit loan from the fund. However, Najib was wide awake this week, unlike the previous week when he couldn't seem to keep his eyes open in court. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Last week, it seemed like the fasting month caught up with Najib and his lead counsel Shafi Abdullah as both client and lawyer were caught dozing off in court. Najib also landed himself in hot water when he was accused of breaking court etiquette by taking a selfie in the courtroom. The incident caused quite the uproar, but the former premier denied it, saying he was using the phone's front camera as a mirror. We learned about how Retirement Fund Incorporated, or KWAP, bent its own rules to give 4 billion ringgit to SRC International, a then new company with little to no assets. We also found out about the money trail in the Putrajaya Pradhana companies, which are linked to Najib's friend and fugitive businessman Lo Teg Joe or Joe Lo. You'll find these juicy details in episodes 13 through to 16, but for the whole story to make sense, we recommend that you listen to this podcast series chronologically from episode 1. Najib, dressed in a black suit and blue tie, arrived a little past 9am. Proceedings were delayed as his lawyer Shafi had to appear before Justice Colin Sequeira over his own money laundering trial. Najib was first seen talking to his aide in the public gallery, but after close to an hour, they continued the conversation on the public benches outside the courtroom. Before SRC proceedings got underway, Justice Muhammad Nazlan Muhammad Ghazali set January 6th 2020 as the start of the IPIC trial, over which he also presides. Najib was seen playing with his phone as the lawyers were fixing the dates. The IPIC case involves both Najib and former Treasury Secretary-General Erwan Seriga Abdullah, who face six counts of criminal breach of trust involving 6.64 billion ringgit. Today's proceedings finally began just before 11am with Aslida Mazni Arshad taking the stand again. She is KWAP's Legal and Secretarial Department Vice President. Last week, Aslida told the court that the fund's investment panel was not confident enough with SRC's management to issue the loan requested. 
SRC, which only had a paid-up capital of two ringgit, had initially asked for a 3.95 billion ringgit loan. But despite their misgivings, the panel had approved the loan, and we found that of the 4 billion ringgit, 42 million ringgit had made its way into Najib's private and bank accounts. Ray will tell you more about Aslida's cross-examination by defence lawyer Havinder Jit Singh or Harvey. Aslida's testimony today was a little confusing. Last week, she had told the court that Najib, who was then both Prime Minister and Finance Minister, had urged KWAP's chairman to expedite the loan to SRC. But today, she agreed with Harvey when he suggested that the panel had deliberated on the proposal and deferred its decision. And that shows that it did not rush to a decision. She also agreed that Najib's handwritten note, which appeared on SRC's proposal for the loan, did not amount to an instruction from the Prime Minister, which kind of contradicted what she said last week. However, no one in court seemed to notice, including Harvey, who was trying to make a point that KWAP had not been forced into approving the SRC loan. She also agreed when Harvey asked if the panel knew that the responsibility to approve a loan was theirs and theirs alone. The lawyer then suggested that the panel had only approved the first two billion loan after the government agreed to guarantee SRC's debt. Azliza confirmed that at every meeting of KWAP's investment panel, there were always two finance ministry officers present to ensure that the government's interests were secured. The fund CEO also sits on the panel. Responding to a string of questions about the panel's involvement in the fund's loan approval process, she said that the panel could at any point request for more supporting documents or change the terms and conditions of the loan. More questions from Harvey, as Najib slouched in his seat and rested his head on his palms, elbow propped up on the walls of the dock. At 1.30pm, the court took a 30-minute break. After the break, Najib returned with UMNO Supreme Council member and ardent supporter Lokman Adam. Lokman sat at the front row of the public gallery while Najib went into the dock. Harvey continued pressing Aslida for more information on how loans are processed and zeroed in on the government guarantee that SRC got. Aslida told the court that with the guarantee, the loan to SRC was a done deal. Two more hours of this, with a 10-minute extension from Judge Naslan, and then at 3.40pm, Harvey wrapped his questions to Aslida for the day. We will hear more from Aslida tomorrow. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharyam. I'm Patrick Teo. <laughs>